Ladies and gentlemen, happy Friday and welcome to the 10th episode of The Local Podcast. Today is the big one zero. That's super exciting. But what's even more exciting is who we have in studio today. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That's my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. If you're one of those businesses out there that thinks adding video to their marketing strategy is a great idea, then you're the type of person that I want to work with. Take some of those ad dollars that you have set aside for your marketing and put them towards a video. That is the most personable way to get in contact and build relationships with clients and customers. If that's something that you'd like to do, you can get a hold of me at jordanhauserdigital.com or you can check me out on Facebook at Jordan Hauser Digital. Say you'd like to suggest a guest or advertise on this very show. You can check us out at thelocal724.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, and fill out our fancy little form right there. And finally, you might not know her personally, but you've definitely heard her name. Suzanne Ward is in studio today talking about all of the amazing things going on in Greensburg, from building acquisitions to new businesses popping up in the area, and some of those new businesses partnering with some of the more established older businesses here in town. You're about to learn a lot of stuff, and with all of this information comes a longer show. This one is almost two hours, so strap in. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's do this. Welcome to the local podcast. podcast in three, two, one. All right, you ready? Yep, ready. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, today in studio we have Suzanne Ward. Welcome to the show. Thank you. This is a this is an episode that I've been looking forward to for a while. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. Now, now the pressure's on. <laughs> the pressure's on. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a lot of things going on here in Greensburg. Too. And it's good. It's good for everybody. Thank you. So, hope I'm, so. Yeah. Hope <laughs> I mean, so. my, my bankers are probably listening. They're probably like, this better take off because we want our, our payments back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys do have a lot invested in the town, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to benefit every single person, you know, from you guys as business partners and owners all the way down to the community. Yeah. I think. I think so. I've already seen a difference. Um, you know, it's been pretty crazy to see. Um, you know, when I went as co-owner for Catan Freddy Financial with my business partner, Brad Roth, um, you know, that business we do 401ks, financial planning, uh, investing, um, from the employer side, individual side, uh, you name it, we do it insurance. Um, but when we, when I jumped to join with him to expand that business and grow it, um, he had the great idea of, uh, financially leading women. And so, at the time that we started that, I didn't, um, man, I couldn't have pictured this three years later. And, you know, at first, the reasons it was set out was to do more um, seminars, learning for women, men could join too, but uh, helping to break down that financial jargon. And, um, but I always did real estate. I've done real estate for many years. Um, I think about my first house at 21 and went from there. So I always had uh, rental properties built um, the house that I'm in now with my husband. And then, so financially to women started buying, um, pairing up with other partners. Um, it's not always females, but um, we do try to hire on if um, it's it's maybe male, like for example, City Cribs is um, myself and three, three men. However, we do try to hire female subcontractors or female, bring in female businesses, um, like you see on 136 South Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. 
Um, there's yep. a lot of women in that building. There is. They are going to have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. A lot of tears, probably. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of cakes, a lot of cookies, a lot of parties. That's going to be a party place, champagne, right. wine. Um, you name it, they're going to have it. Yeah. But, um, so it's been pretty interesting to for the financial leading women to own that, uh, my, my share of that, as well as the value investment partners, and as recent as RSVP. Um, financial leading women owns that. So Mm -hmm. it's been pretty cool to be able to support, um, not just other entrepreneurs, but female entrepreneurs for sure, female entrepreneurs that are in your backyard. Yeah. That were, you know, it's awesome. That's a, that's a big thing. I like, I like that you're going in and you, you have a plan, you have a focus plan and you're really helping out the community. And that's like the most important thing, you know, to me personally, I love it. I mean, I benefit from the awesome businesses that Good. you're putting in. I mean, I like to go and have fun and, and visit all of these places. But I think that, you know, my family and my friends and their families, we're all benefiting because it gives us something to do. Yeah. Now we have places like this. This town is very walkable. Yes. You can walk everywhere in this town and now there's places to walk to. Correct. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. And there is ton of tons of parking. I think when... You know, individuals say, well, there's nowhere to park. Well, yeah, there's nowhere to park maybe right out front. You know, when you're used to, um, you know, driving up to Michael's, you know, you, you know, I'm that I'm that person. I look for the closest parking space yeah. available. It drives and we my, all do. drives my husband nuts. <laughs> um, he's he's the worst. He'll, he'll park in the furthest lot. So does my wife. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it drives Jesus. me nuts. I'm like, there's a parking space right there. He's like, we can squeeze in there, squeeze it in. <laughs> like are, he's like, it's only three steps more. So I get it when people are complaining. Yeah. Um, but it is walkable. And, you know, obviously I've been in downtown a lot more this past year. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think one of the, miscon- you know, I'm sure you've seen the videos and things, but um, I think people aren't aware of how often I am inside of these projects. Um, you know, it's, there's a lot of moving pieces and, obviously a lot of money involved. And so, you know, we, I am inside that building making sure this is going on pace on plan and also advertising so we can get um, those businesses in yeah. such as white elephant was our first one. Um, they, but they were phenomenal to work with. Um, I still stole a ton of ideas from them. Yeah. <laughs> I, <told> them. <laughs> uh, I call it borrowing. Um, but it, and implemented those, um, those processes that they have into RCP, for example, or um, I shared that with, you know, other businesses that are like, I don't know how to do this or what POS system. I'm like, oh, let me go see what White Elephant has and if they like it. And, yeah. you know, it's sharing that information instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. For sure. I mean, they're an established business mm-hmm. and why not? I yeah. mean, and the inside of their stores, I mean, they look like oh an Instagram God. dream. You know, it it's like, it's that shit you see like yeah. L.A., influencers and things like that. I mean, that's what it is. And it's so cool to be able to walk into a place like that and not get completely blown out by the prices. Like they are, they're an affordable store. It's a nice little affordable boutique in Greensburg. And I, I can fit in those clothes. So I, I, so little, little backstory. Um, I was in the fashion show for the, uh, cultural trust, the palace Mm -hmm. for a fundraiser. And, um, one of the vendors I modeled was, um, white elephant along with the line boutique that's in Irwin and, um, a couple others. So I went to Victoria's place. I saw her and I'm thinking, Oh, I am older than you. And first of all, I hate being that person that, Oh, I'm older than somebody. Cause I always <laughs> hate when someone does that to me. 
Um, but I am 36 years old and Victoria is, you know, in her early twenties, very intelligent, um, smart business, savvy women, woman. And I've actually learned a ton from her. Um, and I can't wait to see what she's going to be 20 years from now. Right. Um, but I thought, Oh, I can't, these clothes aren't going to look right on me. I mean, your hips are different when you're older as a female. I mean, cause trust me, I know you don't understand that problem. You have the hip problem <laughs> or the, but clothes do fit you differently as you get older. And so, um, but I started putting on the clothes. I'm like, wow, this, this is great. This isn't, you know, you're, you're not quite sure as you're getting older as a female, where to shop, what to do. You still want to be trendy. You don't, you know, want to go to that next level, but there's not a lot of places. And, you know, the, you know, I think we only have what the express here. That's somewhat similar. Yeah. So, um, or H and M. And, um, so I was surprised. And then, um, last year, I think she even gave me a boost in confidence. I'm wearing a lot of her clothes and people are loving it. I actually had people on Instagram say, Hey, do you want to, sh- do you want to wear our clothes and be an influencer? Oh, I'm like, dang. I'm like, wow. Um, <laughs> do, do I get paid? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Add that? that to the list of things you do. <laughs> do I get free clothes? I don't know. Um, but no, she does a phenomenal job advertising, um, social media. Her clothes are awesome. Um, and they're constantly putting out new product. Yeah. I mean, it's literally every like couple weeks, you know, they have, yeah. they release new things Yeah, and, that's the thing. Like a, a lot of the stores in the mall, like I used to yeah. work at a big retail giant. Yeah. I was the video director there for a while. So I know that like when the seasons came out, you know, we were doing like holiday, mm-hmm. then we were doing back to school or you know, yep. spring or whatever. Yeah. And then we were doing summer back to school. Mm-hmm. So there were only these big chunks, you yeah. know, of product release. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's every time that me and my wife have gone into the place, yeah. we stop there pretty much every time we go to the brewery yep. and dangerous there's new stuff yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it is dangerous but i mean it's just like it's so cool that that that's there and then yeah. like you know people our age i'm 36 also yeah and you know you do want to keep with the trend yes. that you do but you know you also like you said like the clothes fit differently and stuff and so it's a little weird to like kind of wear the same yes. torn up jeans and stuff that like you know my 17 year old niece seven, is wearing yeah something like that so you know, it is nice to be able to get things like that yeah. at a boutique. Yes. You know, it's uh, it's a lot more just, I think our age group is. Sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> I must right. not turn off the ringer. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a, more geared towards, you know, people mm-hmm. our age and, uh, you know, even younger people that are just more trendy. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And what's awesome is uh, Jessica Hickey from mm-hmm. the Downtown Greensburg Project. Yeah. Big promoter of Greensburg. My God. Um, for first of all, I wouldn't have found, even though I knew White Elephant, didn't know they were looking. So if it wasn't for Jessica being yeah. so connected with all of the local, not only the businesses here, but in Irwin and other locations and, and pairing people up. I mean, she's done a phenomenal job. Um, but if it was, you know, having her in that space right behind white elephant, man, sky's the limit now. And, um, with her events and we're already, you know, I think I met with, uh, Kelsey Milliron, um, awesome. She's amazing. Um, planning from the city. And I said, Hey, you want to hear some ideas? So she came out and met me and she's like, Oh boy. Have you been with Jessica too long? (laughs) So I said, well, I really want to string some lights from one building to another that would be incredible. Like New York, you go there in Little oh. Italy, right? Awesome. It'll draw attention. So trying to figure out if anybody's out there, um, 
because I realized how windy it was. So those lights cannot possibly just hang down. Right. So they have to attach to a rod or something. I don't know what that is. Right. So if anybody's listening that is have, have already been through this or have an idea, please yeah. shoot me a message. Um, but she was like, okay, yeah, great. Let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. let's check with city council. And so um, just some irons in the fire of things that um, between Jessica and I, you know, we're on, you know, text messaging a lot of what's new, what can we do? What can we, you know, what can excite people? Yeah. Um, but I'm also excited for trendy bunny i'm not going to give the release date we actually have one. Oh, good yes good I'm we're going to wait maybe one or two more maybe monday we'll release what what that date is um so i'll let them do it but um we have not been shooting videos in that space on purpose uh alicia and uh, her team wants to um, make it you know a little bit more of a grand reveal but i was in there last night and oh my god i just don't know where these ladies I'm going to steal all their ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where they're coming up with them, but it's like nothing I've seen before unless I'm traveling. You know, I do travel a lot yeah. to get inspiration and it's like out of a magazine. It is it, that pretty sick what she was able to do mm-hmm. in the basement. And for someone to have that same vision that I had, um, not knowing that all the things she was going to bring into it, but just the vision of, you know, this is a basement, but, you know, just like in Boston or you know, I was in Boston, you would walk into a building. So you walk into H&M. When you, you walk straight through, you're not walking out of H&M. It's a whole nother storefront. You're walking out of Walgreens. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really maximize those buildings. And so that's the, the vision that I had for this prior to me even going to Boston. And then I thought, oh, they Boston stole my idea. No, they had it for <laughs> 30 years. Uh, but they maximize every space. And they don't believe in alleys. They don't believe in... Um, we're going to, this is an alley. So this isn't facade or this doesn't count as that. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. It's, you know what? Someone's putting a storefront in, they're putting signage out. They're paying over $150,000 themselves outside of our cost to build that. We should be supporting them. Absolutely. We should be thanking them. We should be welcoming Mm -hmm. them, coming to their ribbon cutting ceremonies, um, you know, promoting them, putting them on social media on blast doing videos with them, podcasts. I know you had Trinity yeah. Bunny here last week. It was um, an amazing episode. Those yeah. girls are hysterical. They're fun to talk to. They're cool to hang out with. There's no doubt in my mind that their store is going to be like fantastic. Yeah. And they're just like so open to different ideas as far as like bringing other people in mm-hmm. to their space and like, you know, just whatever. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. We're actually going to pair up with um, our, uh, so we have the Trendy Bunny in that space the tea life mm-hmm. and little gray house. Right. They've also partnered with other um, businesses, local businesses, and I'm not going to mention them and let them bring that up. Um, but they're partnered with other local businesses to even sell their product inside. That's awesome. And, That's so cool. And one of them will be RSVP. Nice. So RSVP will not be out of that building. Uh, we do have a location coming to Greensburg. I am not announcing that today. We'll have to come back on okay. the podcast. <laughs> Um, but next month we will make that announcement of the location. I'm sure people can guess by my social media if they figured it out, but I don't <laughs> like to jinx things. Right. Okay. So knock on wood, um, we will announce that end of next month. But in the meantime, when they do their grand opening, Alicia reached out to me, you know, yesterday and I've already been in talks with her of having some of her stuff in RSVP on route 30. That's where we're, our first location is, mm-hmm. um, having a couple of her items, her signature lines. And she called me up yesterday and said, Hey, you want to put some product in my store for, for opening? Absolutely. I said, well, yeah, what do I, what do you want? How much do you want me to pay you? And she said, 
nothing. We have it set up. We'll work something out. We're going to partner. And I thought even that was just awesome for someone to say, hey, I know that you just bought this business, even though I own other businesses. um, And she knows that, but this is a new business. Uh, Yes, it was in existence, but when you do a takeover, you're still kind of starting from scratch a little bit. The the bank account goes back Mm. to zero. You know, (laughs) those previous owners, they take that, you know, that money goes with them. Yeah. So, um, but for her to do that, I thought that was uh, awesome, you know, and just the collaboration between everybody. Yeah. I mean, backstabbing collaboration, the cross promotion between the two stores. I mean, that's amazing because, you know, you go to like a beer fest or something like that, yes. you know, you go and, you know, you, you've got all these different breweries and stuff and you've got the guys at the tent that might, uh, say like Trogues is sitting here and they're like, Hey, you should go over and check out, you know, so-and-so's beer. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I yeah. mean, everybody's cross promoting and, and that's how you find new and exciting things. Yes. It's just, it's great. I think that, you know, you guys are doing this and yeah. like aesthetically talking about those lights in town and stuff. Oh man. Awesome. Smile on my face. I mean, wait till you see the other stuff that I have in store. I'm, I can't. Oh I can't repeat that right now. Yeah, it's not in ink yet. Uh, <laughs> I try not to get ahead yeah. of myself. Um, but I'm yeah, excited. I have more than just lights coming. That's awesome. So that'll be pretty cool. I got to find financing for a lot of things. But, sure. Um, everybody's out now. Can't take financing, but um, <laughs> we will find it. We will figure it out. But also, um, you know, with on the RSVP side, I don't know if you're familiar with RSVP. Uh, just recently okay. I saw your Instagram post, so I just did a little digging over yeah. the last week. Oh, cool. So, um, myself uh, along with, well, actually financial leading women technically, mm-hmm. um, along with Meryl Varchetti and mm-hmm. Elizabeth Snowman, uh, are my two business partners. So we're all equal, uh, fabulous women. If you don't know them, we should have them on the podcast. You want to talk about fun? Yeah, man, put a bottle of wine here. These ladies will talk for hours. <laughs> Um, but they are super, super women. Um, Liz has been, Elizabeth has been working in the store for three, four years. Her mother yeah. owned it, uh, along with Carol Velazzi and those women just killed it. Um, did a great job, but they were ready to retire. So it was just perfect timing for us to come in as a team. Um, and you know, we've been working on that, um, you know, changing up the store just slightly, saying products, we're not getting rid of them. Those are staying. We're going to add maybe a new line here, hopefully within the next couple months. Um, but we do sell home decor. We sell um, wedding invitations, baby invitations, custom um, bridal stuff, you know, you those uh, sashes for yeah. bachelorettes and, you know, the tchotchkes. Um, we do have gifts. So men's gifts, baby gifts, 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 gifts. Yeah. Um, we do have scout line Lily Pulitzer, you know, um, nor Fleming or any of those ringing a bell. Do you buy those? Nope. No. Nope. But okay. I mean, it's awesome though. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that you can get these types of things locally yeah. is important because I mean, you would think that, you know, I mean, I just went through a wedding in yeah. August and a lot of the stuff that we had to get was online. Yeah. We had to shop Amazon. We had to shop like, uh, Etsy and, yep. uh, I don't know, some and you other don't, custom, you don't know what you're getting. custom things. And that's the thing. You don't, Mm-mm. you have no idea. Yeah. We got our wedding invitations and, you know, we waited weeks and weeks and weeks for those things. Yeah. They got there and, you know, I opened the box and I took a look and there was a different couple mm-hmm. on oh, the first one. Not even you. Just thinking. Oh. And I'm like, oh, so, you know, they took some scrap and bookended ours 
So I take a rip through it. It's all of these people. We didn't even get our invitations. So we had to call and they ended up like rush ordering and rush order. I mean, we had to wait another two weeks. So we put our invitations out super late. It was just like, it was a pain in the ass. Well, and that's the thing too. I think sometimes, you know, I'm guilty of it too. You try to save a buck here or there, but at at the end of the day, it's your time. Time is the biggest commodity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I tell everybody, you know, stay away from time suckers. I'm guilty of, um, you know, doing that myself and trying, you know, my one business partner uh, gave me a book called Essentialism. I've been reading pages here and there of how to stop doing those things, but um, that's a time sucker, you know, and then it costs you more money because now you have to return and it's just a headache. So, um, no, we're, we're reasonable. We work with the brides, depending what they need, their budgets. We work with in those budgets for them and show them here, here's the process. Um, but if you haven't stopped in or visited the store, um, I would, um, we also gift wrap too as well. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I don't like to gift wrap. No, nobody does. Do you know what I did? I put everything in a, um, like a Walmart bag and handed it to everybody. There you go. Or then I got smart (laughs) to start handing out cash and then that's impersonable. So, you know, my nieces, they like cash, but, um, it's impersonable. And so it'd be nice to, even go on our website eventually. So we, we launched a new website. Mm-hmm. So if you look up uh, RSVP gifts and more.com, it will come up. Um, bear with us. We have um, a lot of product that we shot two weeks ago. We're just waiting on the pictures to put up, but we will be selling online. So you'll be able to see majority, if not all of the inventory that can also ship to you eventually. Um, but let's say you're at work. Oh no, I'm going to Joe's birthday party tonight. What am I going to get them? And then mm-hmm. you have to go around the mall. And if you're like me, you're sporadic. Like, the, you, did you ever have one of those secret shoppers? I've had one. Follow me. Really? At Giant Eagle, actually. It was like 9 o'clock and I'm in High Hills. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I have to make macaroni salad. What goes in macaroni salad? And I'm that shopper that didn't write it down. Uh, yeah. So then I'm going to aisle 25 and then walking to aisle one and then back to 25 yeah. because I don't know where anything's at. I'm that guy. So I had that person that's like, oh, we should follow her around. Yep. She might be trying to, you know. So, you know, same with the mall when you're trying to find a gift. So it's nice to be able to go on a website, see where the product and, and wrap it and say, Hey, can you guys have this ready? I'm going to swing by at four o'clock. Just throw it at me. Yeah. That's, that's all I am. Throw it in my car. Yep. I don't even, even actually, you know what? I even here's $50 budget. You pick it out. It's right. a, it's a, it's a guy who's 36 here. I'll even send you a screenshot from his Facebook so you can get a feel for it yeah. and put whatever you want in that, that box and even I'm surprised when they're opening the gift then. Right, yeah. Like, oh, that's a really nice tie. Well, great, you got it for me. That's okay, really cool. Great. I mean, that kind of like, you know, lends itself to the whole like subscription box type thing. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's an exciting thing. Correct, yeah. I we're think gonna that's be doing, really neat. I'm glad you brought that up too. We're going to be doing that too as Are well. Are you really? Oh, yeah. We that's have, fantastic. We have a lot of new surprises for people. We're moving really, really fast. Um, we will be coming out with our own product line, our own glassware um, for brides and, um, sashes. And, um, we have paired with, uh, lapels in Greensburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another meeting here in about a week and super excited to work with Kevin, um, phenomenal business owner. I don't know if he's been on the show. From, no, okay. Not yet. So Kevin from lapels, um, custom suits and different things. So, um, it, it, it energized to work yeah, with, with individuals. And we have a couple other People that we will, we will be partnering with. Um, just spoke to Tom Charlie from Shop and Save. Yeah, um, you know he's excited. Pair up. Let's you know they have a bakery, flowers, whatnot. We have another um, meeting with um, another flower, a florist local. I don't want to say it yet in case tomorrow he shoots me down. <laughs> right. So maybe next podcast. Um, but pair, so we have a meeting tomorrow with that person, um, and then 
and maybe another bakery or two. So yeah. that way the brides can choose. Um, you know, and then too, depending on price points um, or design, you know, depending what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, my other business partner, Meryl Vercetti, came up with a lot of great ideas on um, some things I don't want to announce. But yesterday she was sending me screenshots. I'm like, that's cool. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go for it. Let's throw the spaghetti on the wall. If it doesn't work, throw it out. Um, but that's what's great. You know, I don't own any company by myself except for financial leading women. Um, and I find something unique in each and every one of them. And, and, you know, I learned so much. Um, I love to learn from people and uh, suck all the information out of you. Yeah, you know, absolutely. How are you doing it? What are you doing? Um, you know, I don't get jealous of anybody. I could care less. I, I want to know how you're doing it, what you're doing. How, how can I? Um, in a good way, partner. Yeah. Um, but my business partners on the city crib side, I don't know if you've met uh, Tim Zontak, Jeff Begonia. I haven't met them. My husband, Mike Ward. <clears throat> um, and then Value Investment Partners, um, is myself, Mike Ward, Josh Miller, and Tim Zontek. So um, everybody brings so much to the table. And then, of course, my business partner, Brad Roth from Catan Freddy Financial, the financial side. So um, that's been fun, too, as well. Yeah. Fun ride. He's taught me a lot of technology. I admired your podcast setup today. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we had a podcast as well for, for a while, and then we just got busy. And you know how hard it is to run a podcast. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And I'm not tech savvy, which I think drove him nuts even more. Right. I was like, why do I have I to mean, put this mic thing here? And why does it have to go here? And he's like, oh, dear God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's as things are going, um, you're actually my 10th episode. Yeah. So, you know, just in 10 episodes, this has actually kind of grew uh, substantially. There's a lot of people that are interested in being on. So now I'm putting people on a calendar out until like the middle of March at this point. Oh, wow. And it's just like, you know, replying to all these emails and then still, you know, running my video business and things like that. I'm just like, man, so bouncing around seems a little stressful, but I'm getting used to it. And I think it's like, it's motivating. It's motivating me a lot. Yes. So, I mean, you have to be more motivated than anybody. You've got so much going on. Yeah, I know. People ask me if I sleep all the time. I just, um, you know, we don't have kids, so yeah. one that that helps. Um, For sure. Now we are yeah. going to try eventually, but um, you know, we don't have kids, and you know, growing up, I grew up in an atmosphere that you had to hustle at a very early age. Um, you know, we had to, um, you know, there, we fell on some hard times here and there, and you have to uh, go out and find money, um, you know, to help the family. So you know, you wanted something different, um, mm-hmm. than what was provided to you. So if you didn't like the shampoo, you don't like the bar. soap, great. This is what you're getting. Yeah. Want something different, go cut the neighbor's grass. And nice. so I did at an early age, you know, I cut grass, I think around 11, 10, yeah. somewhere in there. I don't know. Child labor. I, I'm not opposed to children working. Yeah, you know, definitely within not. Within reason. Right. I think some things maybe I shouldn't have been doing, but, um, <laughs> you know, I would go on jobs with my dad, you know, yeah. he, he owns a carpet window cleaning business, upholstery. He used to actually clean the courthouse windows and he would bungee, Whoa. bungee it. So oh my gosh. back in the, yeah, back in the day. So, um, you know, my dad would take us on jobs. So I would, you know, wash windows, clean carpets. Those carpet machines are the heaviest equipment. So I give yeah. my dad a lot of credit because of doing that day in and day out. Um, but we grew up in a labor household. My mom's family was construction. So if some, you know, we grew up and, you know, the porch fell off, you know, well, we had to fix the porch. So, yeah. you know, got to go down to the lumber yard, got to get the 
you know, saws, got to do this. Um, you know, I remember when we made my bed, um, my brother's, my, my brother, David took more to that than I did. Um, but obviously I paid attention, you know, do I know what certain things are called all the time? No, that's why I partnered with right. my, my business partner who owns a construction company to say, Tim, I think I know what they're talking about, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And then, you know, he corrects my word, but, uh, he doesn't, um, put me down and, yeah. you know, explains it, um, to it. But so when you grow up like that, you have that flight or fight mode, mm-hmm. right? So that's never left me. So when I wake up in the morning, I am, trust me, certain people in my circle are like, can you slow down? Right. Yeah. I'm like, no, you know, because I know what it's like to be, you know, to have that negative in the checkbook. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to, you know, where's your next meal coming from or how are you getting gas money to go to work or different yeah, things? That sucks. I've been there, um, you know, so I get it. I yep. get working three jobs. You know, I get um, high school. I uh, emancipated my mother passed at 16. I, I emancipated myself for a couple different reasons. Uh, nothing against my dad. I think it was just a very hard time for everybody. And nobody knew how to handle that. And especially when, you know, my dad is self-employed. So when my mom was sick, he couldn't work or try to keep up with work. Bills get behind. Everybody's stressed, you know, around the finances. So we're already stressed to begin with off and on. We had good years, no good years, you know, it's self-employment. And, um, so when you do that, um, you know, it takes a toll on you and you, you, you never, you don't, that doesn't leave you. So, and just because you reach a certain plateau, I always reach for more. Um, now I'm having fun. Yeah. Um, so seems like it. it is fun because it's now cool. I feel I've worked and put so many hours into learning and I'm still learning, but now I'm utilizing what I've learned. I'm utilizing those relationships or connections that I've um, had over the, you know, I'm, I'm pairing with my, my business partner, Tim and Josh, Josh Miller, Tim Zontek. I went to high school with both of them. We weren't friends all together. I was yeah. friends separately with them. I have a lot of dirt on both of them, <laughs> but, um, next podcast, next podcast. <laughs> and I'm sure they have a lot of dirt on me. So I'm going to keep that quiet. But, um, you know, we, each of us did not keep in contact for, for, you know, life happens. And so to pair up again later in life, I, if someone would have said to my 15 year old self, you and Tim, Tim are going to be business partners or you and Josh are going to be business partners. I'd say, Oh yeah, right. You're crazy. Right. Um, and now look at us. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Fun. You guys are taking on Greensburg. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I mean, I just, that hustle mentality is a very important thing. I mean, you have to, you have to get up and you have to, you know, go after things. It's, you can't just sit around and wait things to fall on your lap. And, you know, I was working at a big like corporate job and things like that. And, uh, you know, I just, it got to the point where I wanted to work for myself and I had to take that first step. So it was just like, let's do it. And I was very unsure of, you know, whether it was going to work or not and things are going good. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, I think I lend that to me just kind of getting up every single morning and doing what I have to do to motivate myself. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, reaching out to people, making contacts, networking with people. And like you said, like you learn from everybody Everybody. and, and that's what, that's what I do. And I think that when I was younger, I kind of had this idea that like, you know, I knew what I wanted to do and nobody else mattered and this, this and that you get into like, those were like 
my early 20s and maybe teenage years, like I didn't uh, respect mm -hmm. the learning process yeah. as much. Yeah. And now it's like, that's all I want to do. I'm just a sponge. I just like, I want to talk to people. I want to figure out how you do things, how you do things better. And, you know, just do good at life. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's pretty much the whole goal. Well, I think too, you know, I, um, I was mostly my entire life career, whether it was waitressing, bartending, um, you know, it wasn't a set paycheck, right. In any mm -hmm. of those settings. So I think that set me up to realize, you know, if you suck as a waitress or you aren't paying attention to the people at the bar to bartend, they're not tipping you. Right. You know, that two bucks an hour, two eighty three. I don't know what it, it's probably two, still two eighty three um, when you're waitressing, but I think bartending is like three twenty five. But when you're doing that, you have to face customers. You have to do this. So every job is important. No job is beneath anything. Right. And so, you know, it drives me nuts when I, someone, you know, for some reason, everybody thinks I am a go-to for jobs or, or, you know, well, Suzanne, can you help me find a job? You know, people, it's like, you know, when I recommend certain things too, it's like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, okay. Well, I'm, I, maybe I should open a consulting business yeah, to, you know, really. to hire, but no job is beneath. I've never thought of a job to be beneath me. I've never thought of, um, you know, like Saturday at RCP, we took over and, and trust me, the, the previous owners, when I say this, obviously took great care of the business. But when you take over something, you know, I'm like a cleaner and I don't even like to clean, but you know, it's like making it yours. You know, mm -hmm. I want to freshen up. So I'm mopping, I'm sweeping, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, on my hands and, uh, you know, fixing things. And, you know, I'm not that person. It's like, Oh, we'll, we'll figure, you know, figure it out and have somebody else do. And I'm not touching that. And so, you know, it's odd when I meet certain people and they're like, I don't want to do that job or this job. And it's like, well, you don't know what that job's going to teach you right? and how to use it or what idea you might come up with. You know, I need to find someone to patent a lot of my ideas in my head, but when I'm doing something or let's say I'm cleaning the floor, I'm like, why am I bending over to, you know, back, back in the day, someone said, I'm going to invent this stick yeah. <laughs> that I can stand and mop my floor. Exactly. But that person who's now probably a billionaire sitting on a beach, you know, with the little umbrella on oh, that little umbrella. Yeah. Someone thought of a stupid umbrella and a drink. Oh yeah. Multi-million billionaires. Um, so you don't know where you're going to get an idea from. You don't know, um, what it's going to lead to down the road. Um, but that is the biggest thing. You know, I am willing to jump in and, and get, get it done. I'm not somebody, and this is, um, you know, I do get this. I am, this is my personality. I can be very short. I'm very bullet pointed. Mm -hmm. Um, if you send me something that's like nine paragraphs, I glaze, I yeah. glaze. I'm just like, what? this is too much information. And somewhere in there, you probably could have done this in four bullet points. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Suzanne, take out garbage. Suzanne, change the light bulb. But yet, yeah, you know, that's my, that's how my brain operates. So, um, you know, I think too, I make so many decisions throughout the day. I'm toggling back and forth between, uh, one company to the next from a client to this, the stock market, what's, you know, what's the stock market doing right now? Um, do we need to buy, sell this, that? Um, and when you're in that atmosphere um, every day, all day, especially with the stock market, I, did, I am very quick of yeah. um, what's the fire? Great. What's the solution? Quick. Move. Move on to the next. 
Um, I, um, I don't believe in dwelling on, wow, should we buy LED? Should we do this? Well, okay. What's the cost? What's the fastest? Get it done. Yeah. You know? And I think some that throws people off personality wise. Um, they're not used to that sometimes. Um, and I do, you know, watch, try to please. Thank you. Um, but I think I'm always in that fast paced mode of, okay, what do you need? Boom, boom, boom. Next, next boom, boom, boom. You know? So it's very, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that happens. It's just, it is what it is. I think it's the nature of the business. And especially if you're running a few businesses, then, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. Correct. That's all there is to it. But the cool thing is though, you know, going back a little bit, you don't have to be an expert at everything, Mm -mm. you know, networking and surrounding yourself with the, you know, the experts of their craft. I mean, like, you know, you don't need to know exactly what the hell that tool is called, Mm -hmm. but guess what? Someone knows what that is. Exactly. And you're working with that guy and you know what you want Mm -hmm. and he knows how to use that tool in order to give you what you want. Correct. It's perfect. I mean, that's just, that's kind of how I look at almost everything. Like, you know, I could do a bunch of things myself and I could try and like, you know, run myself like into the ground, trying to do social media, trying to do this, trying to do that. And I could just, I could reach out to friends and just be like, Hey, I can, you know, I'll pay you whatever to come and do this or help me out, do this. And it's just so much easier that way. Well, it's like when, um, you know, last week I, called my CPA and said, Hey, I bought another business. So I'm going to add to your plate. And, um, I'm probably like their biggest client now. I'm probably not, but Phil, <laughs> yeah, Phil, I parked in their parking space. I'm not going to name the company, but I was like, Hey, I parked in your parking space today. And, uh, I hope you don't mind, but I'm not really coming to see you, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, but Hey, I'll, I'll write that check. I owe you left from us, but I called her and said, okay, well, let's, we got to set up the payroll. We got to do blah, blah, blah. And you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting your EIN number, you're getting your sales tax number, you're getting all these numbers. Um, and there, and do I, could I do it? Yeah, I can do it. If I sat down and did it, but I said to her, can you do it? I will pay. I will, you can charge me your time to do it. You fill these out on a regular basis. I do not. So right, if yeah. I'm only going to do it one time, there is no point to me doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it took it off my plate where then I could change my, that was a 30 second conversation. Then I was able to go spend actual time doing something else um, to move things faster. Right. And maybe that took her an hour to do all that paperwork. It probably would have took me three, but now I can go yeah. to one of my other companies and put that three hours somewhere else. It is a common mistake. So my background, I worked in at a bank for 13, 14 years. I don't know. I lost track. Um, and there I, I played many roles. Um, prior to being a financial advisor, I worked with a lot of business clients. Um, I did a lot of mortgage refinancing, which, um, helped, but, um, a lot of my business owners, I met business owners from different categories. So your small business owners that, you know, they're starting out, they're negative in the account all the time because they're, you know, they're new to it and they're building it. And then I had clients that, um, you know, on the opposite spectrum, you know, maybe a multi-million billion dollar company. Um, and I'm watching how both of them are doing things. Mm-hmm. Then I would find the client, I don't want to say in the middle, but I call it, um, if you ever read the book, The Tipping Point, um, my husband recommended me reading that book a long time ago, probably when we were dating. Um, and it's so true. So many companies or so many people get to what I call the tipping point. 
when you start off in a company, you use whatever resources are available, right? Mm -hmm. So the cheapest of the cheap, I call it. Yeah. I'm not going to use that CPA because that CPA costs $20 more than this Joe Schmo over here who, I don't know if he's really legit, but I'm going to use him because he's $20 less. Right. And so somewhere that business gets to what I call the tipping point where they're now in a cash flow position where they don't have to chins. They can um, um, hire that expert. Mm-hmm. And what they don't realize, and so many, most of my clients are business clients that I work with um, because of the 401ks and the cash balance plans and strategies that I work with with the business owners. Um, I'm like, it's time for the big boys, big girls, big boys club. Yeah. We're going to hire professionals around you. You don't need to hire an HR person necessarily in your, cause it's still small business, mm-hmm. but let's hire the professional CPA firm. That's going to do things right. The first time, um, also, you know, different CPAs in, in the area can put reports together for you, budgets, help you be advisors to you, um, help manage your bookkeeping. So you're not doing it. Quick, can I do QuickBooks? Yeah, if I really wanted to learn it, I'm sure I could figure it out. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to. I hear it you. changes. <laughs> so you know what? I will pay that um, to to do it. And if my CPA is listening, I'm not going to pay that full price. Let's do some discounts. But you know, <laughs> um, but I think that's where businesses start to get to a point where they need to start surrounding themselves by professionals. Um, people are going to have your best interest, your team, because I will tell you in the long run, I had a business, um, not going to mention their name. I wanted to implement a strategy, uh, last, uh, end of 2017, no, 18, because last, last year was 19. Um, their CPA never called me back. And by the time we went to go meet with her, it was too late to implement the strategy I wanted to. His tax obligation was like 150,000 federal. Wow. Now, if we would have implemented what I wanted to implement, um, it would have say his check would have been like 96 and he would have had a hundred thousand still in his name. Mm. So simple things, um, to work on, but, um, you have to work as a team, you know, as a financial advisor, I, I give full access to my clients. What do you need? What do you need help with? I will go to the meeting with you with the CPA, with your attorney. Last week I had an attorney at the table. I had a CPA at the table, myself at the table and the business client. And I will tell you before we did that, everybody was talking to the business. First of all, for the business client, he's having to repeat himself. How many times? Three. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Then he's trying to, um, regurgitate everything that someone is saying to him other people and then trying to repeat to me. And, you know, he's a friend of mine and I, um, you know, on, on top of being a client, so I can talk to him. I think we talk to each other very, you know, in a different way. And I was like, we got to get everybody at the table. Yeah. Why, you're, you are trying to take over this business. And, we, and, and I told him I get to do a video with him. There you but, go. But <laughs> um, I said, I'll interview you. But, um, and his team, his other business partners that are owning it. And um, you, you don't have that time to, to talk. That's one hour at least for each person. Oh, yeah. Right? Easily. Easily. And then, you know, we're all like, I don't even know what you're saying to me because I think you think you know what this person said to you, but by the time it, it's a telephone game. Exactly. So we sat at the table. We cleared up so much in, in, in an hour um, that everybody left there. They're like, wow, that is not what I thought was going on. This is not what I thought was happening. You know, and that that's what can really hurt somebody. Do all financial advisors do that? No, I'm finding that they don't. 
Um, it's fine. That's just, it's how I conduct it. Does it, I don't charge my clients to do it. Um, but you know, cause they're already paying me in, in, in sure. other ways, but you know, it's your money and you worked really hard for it and you're hiring people for a purpose. So you want to, yeah, gonna, absolutely. So that's what I mean about small business, but if you surround yourself with experts, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's the idea. That's, you know, even if you're not in a small business, it's just being a person, you surround yourself with the best people possible, you know, exactly. people that motivate you and propel you forward, you know, as a person or a business, whatever. Um, I did want to talk. There are, some businesses going on. Uh, can you talk about the pizza shop? Yes, I can. Thank you for bringing right. up. Cause I was just, as you were saying that I go, Oh, I forgot to mention Dillwood. And yeah. so, or any, any other one that you want to, I will. to mention? I will mention, uh, a couple more. Awesome. So on main street, um, 39, okay. Got to keep these addresses straight too. Cause I we know. also do residential <laughs> properties and I have, well, we had four houses for sale. Yeah. Two are sold. Thank God. That's awesome. Um, but I have two more for sale. One of your clients three. or one of your, uh, renters or, or is it going to be on the podcast next? Oh, Evan. Yes. Evan. He called me. Evan yeah. Pierce. Great guy. I just got my hair cut. Love Kelly too. <laughs> yeah. And they just had a, a third baby. Little baby girl. Yeah. And I, he goes, yeah, I had a baby. Go, oh yeah. I saw that, but you're on your third. So I feel like, I don't know. Is it the same <laughs> third? It feels like six. No. Okay. No. Congratulations to them on their yeah. baby. But, uh, so 39 North main street next to what I call the toads building mm-hmm. and, the, and the toads building was yeah. recently purchased too by some friends of mine. And I think they're going to, kick ass over there and phenomenal and I, you know who bought it i do excellent i'm i just i i do you heard want them on the podcast that would be awesome i'm not gonna say their names in case they don't want me to that's fine um, I, I could text her i had heard so. that there was a company that bought it and now this is years ago yeah that they didn't live here no nobody was from around here or something and from bedford they, okay mm-hmm. and i just didn't hear good things that were gonna be going on with the building oh really first i heard that they were actually thinking about like taking the building out. Oh, and I was like, that's what not is going happen. on? Yeah. There was no way. I mean, that's no. like a staple in Greensburg. Well, that building's amazing. Not only that new construction costs. I mean, you want to talk about, I mean, you know, I, I just saw one of the owners on Friday. Um, I joked with him, you know, and I, I know his sister very well. And, um, but I joked with him and I said, you know, we looked at that building because mm-hmm. it was the same owner that sold our, uh, the, um, Mills printing building to us. Yeah. And at closing, I didn't know it was them that bought it at this time. Cause nobody would tell me who I was trying, right. trust me. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. And while his realtor, which is also our realtor walked away because I will tell you, he's very confidential. Mm-hmm. And, um, while he walked, Brad ring walked away, I said, Oh yeah, by the way, oh, what was that name that bought the, oh, that building next doors? I can't remember. And he goes, Oh, so-and-so I go, well, oh no, this is before that. Before I asked the name, mm-hmm. I said, what did they pay? And he he told me the price. And I said, well, I would have offered you this. Just throwing it out there. Right, yeah. And you could see the wheels turning. And my business <laughs> partners were like, no more buildings, Suzanne. No more buildings right now. And I uh, he goes, hey, Brad, let's, uh, let's, let's, can't, let's get, you know, let's, let's get, get, give them the building. And I was like, oh, okay, Who, who's the owners? And then he told me and he goes, I go, oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. I like those people. Yeah. Uh, that's bad karma. Forget it. That's They're good. great. You're good. I'm, We're good. I'm glad that you I sent know her a text message that day. I was like, hey, congratulations. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, I know everything. Yeah. But um, no. So anyways, Mills Printing, Doughwood, Fired, Craft House. That is going to be, oh my God. I mean, Chris Martin and his team, 
Dave Caruso, John Painter. Um, my God, the, the drawings when I saw them um, are phenomenal. I mean, that they are going to just explode That's Greensboro. Awesome. I mean, the design work that they put into it. Um, I know they worked with um, an architect too on the design, but I know Chris, knowing Chris, and I've known Chris a long time, maybe not um, probably what, 16, I was probably 17 when I first met Chris, but there, he was older, so you don't hang out, you know, right, like yeah. the, you know, you're the sister's friend, you know, he's dating the sister's <laughs> yep. friend or he's dating, you know, uh, or now his wife, Amy, but you know, I was friends with Abby, her sister. Yeah. So they didn't care about us, you know, we're, couple years difference at that point not and back then when you're 17 21 that's a big age difference yeah um but knowing chris and his style and amy's style and dave uh, dave and i used to work together a long time ago i got fired from that job it was uh oh tgi fridays oh there you go yeah apparently they want you to be on time stealing the jack daniel sauce were you yeah i was 19 <laughs> i think nineteen twenty. but dave uh, bartended there at the time and then i knew dave from permani brothers um and then john is now at Abby's husband. So, um, it's phenomenal, but, um, knowing their styles, it didn't surprise me to see those drawings yeah. and the ideas, Chris, you want to talk about somebody with ideas to bring to Greensburg. Holy shit. Buckle up. Yeah. Uh, that guy is exploding with ideas. Um, I thought it was just me that's up, you know, looking and exploring and mm-hmm. traveling and, and uh, the things that he sends me, he's like, what about this? What about this? And I can't say some of it because he wants to maybe put that in his place. So I'm like, oh, my God, that would kill it here. That would be awesome. Yeah. Please bring, like, you know, um, you know, it's fun being the landlord and the builder. But I get so excited at these businesses and what they're going to do. And I know that's a little odd maybe for a landlord, but is um, technically I'm just the landlord, but it's fun helping them. Um, and then, so we also had a meeting. Well, you're part of the community too. Yes. I mean that I live here. So, I mean, like, I gotta see you know, this stuff. I gotta eat this you, stuff. <laughs> yeah. When you shut off, you know, business time yeah. and you have your own personal life, I mean, now you have things that benefit you. Correct. You know? Correct. That's awesome. And then, um, we met with, and I hope I don't get this wrong at the second, um, big, cause I haven't known them very long. So, um, big Springs distillery they're okay. partnering with, and I probably said that wrong, but we'll, don't correct. Well, I'll correct it later. Um, but Big Springs Distillery, awesome people. We met with them at um, Oliver's Poorhouse. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my meetings are downtown, right? So we're bringing people in. We walked them around the city, showed them what Main Street looks like. Other, We took them in the building, 136, to, to show them the construction side, how things can take longer than expected. Uh, these are old buildings. I mean, they're from 19... I think 136 was 1908, 1910. So bringing it up to code is my God, a nightmare, (laughs) but fun, but a nightmare. Um, but they're going to partner with Doughwood. We're working out some final details on that. Um, we are trying to wrap up 136, um, before we start 39 main street. We thought we would have started it this month, but with the holidays that delayed us on some financing. Um, also some things at 136 delayed us a little bit, so, um, but look for that to, to hope, hopefully open, you know, late fall ish. Yeah. We'll put ish ish on cool. it, you know, cause every time I put a date contractors are like, are you insane? But, um, I'm like, ah, <laughs> just slap some paint on. It'll be fine. Call it a day. <laughs> Tell that inspector just to give us an occupancy right. permit. But, um, but that's not the only thing Chris is bringing into that building. Um, so it, it's, and I haven't told him yet. So if he's listening, I actually followed up on one of your ideas and I haven't heard back from that business 
person yet, but one of Chris's dreams, I think I, I brought true. I'm not sure. So Chris, if you're listening, just stay tuned. I'll call That's you awesome. later. Um, but, and then the building that RCP will be going into, we, um, you know, partnering with lapels, um, but there is a possibility I'm not going to name it of a winery that's going to partner with us. Um, because apparently you need a liquor license to put bottles of wine in baskets for gifts. Oh, geez. I know these liquor laws, who makes these prohibition was like old boys club. Old boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. (laughs) It's crazy. It's insane. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Liquor licenses are stupid expensive. Well, and they make it difficult. You know, I know that, Mm -hmm. um, Senator Pat Stefano, I know, is um, working to, you know, he's on um, liquor liquor control and recently and trying to make some changes. Um, so I'm in, I'm excited to see what comes from that. Yeah. But of course, you know, that's one person trying mm-hmm. to make a change. And usually, when when someone's trying to make a change, you get the naysayers. Oh yeah. And then you you know, and I know what that feels like. So I feel for him because I'm sure there's a lot of pushback on things. For sure. Everything's easy right now. Everything's, everything's easy. streamlined. It's easy. Just leave it the mm-hmm. way it is. Yeah. But if you want more exciting things and you want to move forward, correct. That's when change has to take place. And great segue. Um, so we didn't touch on City of Greensburg. Right. Council. Yeah. Phenomenal right now. Um, really blowing me away, which is, you know, you go to complain about something and they, they like fix it within a day. You're like, oh, oh, we fixed it. Right. Wow. And you fix it that quick. Really? What just happened here? Cool. Um, if they're listening, I'd like more garbage cans. More around garbage town. cans. That's what I want. I want good. more garbage cans. That'd be good. There's just like, you know, there's those things where like, you know, you're downtown or you, you know, grab a drink or you have like a bottle of water or something you're carrying around with you Mm -hmm. and you don't want to carry an empty bottle with you. Yeah. Try and find a garbage can. It's crazy. You know, I've I've learned too recently because I, when I met with Kelsey um, on this one building that we're buying um, because we're going to be doing some things to the storefront and I thought I would have needed permission because of the sidewalk and that she, you know, she's like, no, you would own the sidewalk. I'm like, it's because sometimes you don't own the sidewalk. Right. So maybe that's why. I don't so, know. Yeah. So we'll have to find out. We'll have to pick her brain. It's interesting. Or the mayor's, Rob Bell, we'll have to pick right. his brain and say, you know, what is the reason we, can we, if not, how, why not? And then, okay, well, is there a solution, not a solution? Sometimes yeah. there's not a solution, unfortunately. Not everything's black and white, but sometimes there's not. But it would be a great idea. I think so. I just want like, I want the people to respect the community yes. and if yeah. there is you know if we offer them yeah the place to throw their trash i hope that's a great that. idea i think it's a good idea i think it's phenomenal <laughs> it's a small thought but i'm just like you know i'd really like to see more garbage cans around here yeah um and can great. you talk about the art store at all mm, what's going on there that is uh oh the art store um they're yeah. friends of ours they um they've been liquidating the mm-hmm. store um they still have the uh a a place where they do scrapbooking and different things. So they use it as a storage area, but they were getting rid of a lot of their um, things that they're not going to be doing anymore to make room for, I think, scrapbooking and some different things. Oh, so the building is staying. Yeah. So they're, they've been cleaning that out and um, good friends. Um, You know, when, when you're on a street and you are um, doing these buildings I've partnered with everybody. Yeah. I mean, the church has been phenomenal. Oh, that's George, good. Yeah. George O'Brien's been phenomenal. Um, you know, he owns the the building that Invisible Man Brewing is in with yeah. Sean and, 
Deanne and Steph, a great people, by the way, um, who also own Hugo's and, you know, pairing with, um, the art tech building with Felix and his sisters. I mean, they're phenomenal. They do great, you know, if you're in, it, love scrapbooking and, you know, you should hit them up, but yeah, they got rid of a lot of their inventory. Um, then you have the Derby's building. Um, that gentleman's out of California. Um, you know, I've been staying in contact with him. Um, Greg Moore, who bought a building, you know, I touched base with him. Um, and he's been doing some things. So I'm interested to see what goes in there. But I think when, you know, I'm not the type of person, like I bought, now, when I go home, maybe I'm not, you know, I get home late. I don't talk to my neighbors. Typically one of my right, neighbors yeah. actually <laughs> called me today. He's like, are you live? Um, but when you're working in a, in an area, I'm that person that's going up and saying, Hey, you know, we're coming in here. I want to tell you what we're doing because there are rumors that are going to fly and things that aren't true. Um, maybe some of those I start just to see if it gets back around. <laughs> right. But, telephone game. Telephone game. But you do partner. And so some of the business, local business owners may say, hey, can you help me? Um, you have a huge social media following. We want to get rid of some inventory. We want to do this and that. Great. Um, you know, the owner of the um, Trotman building, you know, mm-hmm. to the Bacheros, Guardian Construction. Phenomenal. Um, they have helped me tremendously. You know, they've been in the business a long time doing big buildings and have brought that full circle. Yeah. You know. Um, I think Tony always thinks I'm, you know, he's older than me. Uh, he's been in this game a long time. So every now and then he'll go, Suzanne, you're crazy. You're not going to get this done. Then he'll come to me. I'm like, just watch me, Tony. And then <laughs> six months later, he's like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know, but you know, things, technology changed yeah. or something. You know, no, he's great. But it's interesting that whole town. Um, this is the guy who owns the Troutman building. The Troutman building. That's cool. That was designated. I'd love his to designated see for the hotel. He's trying. Uh, he's offered um, right now. Some I, I've gone. He's actually allowed me to attend mm-hmm. um, some of these meetings with these hotel owners cool. that are possibly interested. Um, that would they, be phenomenal. It will be. They want a little more activity mm-hmm. before. So yes, the excitement was well. This one thirty six cool. is being done. Mm. Great. There's sixty seven other dilapidated buildings right. and, and maybe I'm over exaggerating on the 67, but you do it's drive. Close. It's close. You drive down <laughs> main street, majority of it's still vacant. Yeah. So when you have your main street vacant, uh, number one, insurance costs are going to be up for all business owners mm-hmm. because when you have that many vacancies on a street, it's an insurance risk for sure. Break-ins. Um, we found heroin needles in just about every building we've bought almost every, uh, foreclosure I've bought. So it's a health hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the fire chief, uh, if you're listening, Tom Bell, still sorry, but, um, (laughs) you know, we had birds um, banging into the window and the window coming down behind where Sundog's at. Great people too, by the way, at Sundog, phenomenal food. Um, You know, the glass almost um, slicing one of our friends, actually. Oh, (laughs) jeez. So, and, you know, I get a call, Suzanne, you got to get here, you got to do something. And we just bought the building, literally just bought the building. And so... Um, you know, but everybody's been pretty, pretty cool. I've had a lot of businesses reach out to me, um, thanking, you know, Hey, thanks for the PR because since the PR started, cause I was like, Oh, since white elephant went in or this went in, they're like, no, since you started promoting our yeah. town and Jessica promoting the town, you know, positively the foot traffic's gone up. Absolutely. Now, maybe, maybe it hasn't for a business or two, but I would say do some marketing, do some videos, do, you know, hire Jessica to come in and do videos for you or Marcus or you, or, you know, yeah. you, you do videos, Me, <laughs> you do videos. Let's promote you. Right. Right. Yeah. You come I mean, in, do videos, do the that's town. Kind of like what it just needs to be like, you know, 
there has to be a base yeah. in order to do anything, you know, the size of maybe doing business like a hotel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they need that base. They need that assurance that like, you know, this town is bumping. There yeah. are things going on and, you know, it's like uh, building a house. You need a foundation before you can do anything else. Yeah. So it's, it's little things like that, that I think once we start chipping away at which you are mm-hmm. doing and, and other people are doing those little things are going to keep coming and they're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then eventually, and yes. not long, I don't think this is going to take very long no, to it's do. Not. Um, I mean, I lived in Lancaster all the way up until 2014 and that's a lot. That's where a lot of my mm-hmm. inspiration comes from. Yeah. When I see little towns like that, just kicking ass on a major, major level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything's local, everybody buys local and it's not just because like, it's cool to do that. Yeah. It's, because it's more convenient to yeah. do it. And, you know, people know their neighbors. Their neighbors own the little grocery store down mm-hmm. on the corner or something. And you go there and you just pick up whatever you need. Yeah. It's that's those are the types of things that I want to see here. You know what I mean? And it's so cool that it's starting to do that. Mm-hmm. And in 2014, when I moved here, none of that was going no. down. Like no. there was nothing. I remember going to a party and telling one of my friends, Colin, I said, uh, and Dave Gall, I don't know if you know Dave Gall, but uh, Colin Wall and Dave Gall, um, I was telling them, I just said like, hey, this is what Lancaster's doing. I think it would be real fun to like try and do some of that stuff here. Yeah. And it just seemed so unattainable Mm -hmm. that I just was like, all right, never mind. I think the problem is too, what some of the businesses realized, um, you know, hey, we were looking for a building um, and we were going to do this on our own. Okay. Well, you have to focus on your business, right? So for, okay, I'm just going to use white elephant as an example or, or yeah. trendy bunny or, um, Doughwood or anybody. They're really good at their business and they're, and not that they could not handle a construction project, but doing that as a, alongside sell, still selling the product, getting it ready inventory. There's so much that goes on. So partner, you know, it's the same theory of business, business owners. I don't mm-hmm. own anything by myself. Um, you know, and that's, Maybe I'm putting myself down by saying that. Well, my phone's been blowing up since we've been sitting here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, sorry. See, no, see my dad? Good. And you didn't even see the text messages. Yeah, I was 16. I haven't answered <laughs> back to it. Um, but, you know, when when you own, it's just like owning businesses with other people. It's the same thing. So what, and Alicia said, hey, you should charge for your consulting because you've really walked us through. Nobody would have done this for a build out. Yeah. Um, these business owners are smaller business owners. They've never taken on a project like that. This is not a freaking target coming in that has a whole HR marketing team that, you know, does all of this, you know, from the drywall to the plaster and then which plaster do you use, which, which screws do you use? Where do you get your floor? Where do you get your, um, storefront? So, you know, they don't have time to figure it out. All mm-hmm. of those pieces, plus go to what's called market, where they're shopping for their inventory for the store, um, going through financing, selling pictures. I mean, there's so much. So, you know, it is nice to have sat down with each of them and walk them through and bring in the people. Um, it doesn't mean that some people may have not worked out on a project, may, maybe not because of... Um, malicious intent or anything like that. It's, I think some people, you know, Greensburg has not had construction done on these buildings to this extent of from scratch where you're taking it back to the bones and you're having to put in a second tap because back then they have sprinkler systems and this and that. 
Um, so some people are like, Oh my God, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, holy shit. I didn't realize, um, how big of a project this was. Yeah. And these are individuals who've worked on big commercial projects, but brand new construction too. Yeah. And so everything's new and shiny where you're trying to, you know, you, you, uh, I'll never forget when we took down the one ceiling, we're like, Oh, they ran the Joyce's opposite on this floor. Why? I don't know. It's how things were done back then. Yeah. Um, so you uncover and then that, what, why that's important is then you're trying to run plumbing straight up. Yeah. <laughs> if plumbing doesn't bend around. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> architect drawings are great. And, uh, Scott Meritzer was phenomenal to work with. And, um, but architect drawings are great, but even the architect drawings are not going to know all of those hidden things. Right. So you have to adjust and the team has to adjust. And um, plus everybody's trying to get to know each other. There's all these different subcontractors. You know, my business partner does own BZ Construction. However, we subbed out a lot of things. So we had Whitby Plumbing. They're, they're a union um, plumbing, local plumbers, and went to school, which is awesome, with um, Mike Delacandrew and his brother Vince. And... Um, so that's fun. And then you get us all, all together and we're like, oh, man, again, 20 years ago, we were sitting, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. did we ever think we were going to be here together? No. Um, but they did a phenomenal job. Or you have uh, Sean and Chris, uh, Sean Kenny from Acme Doors and his business partner, Chris Kometz. Um, They've been, you know, they went to high school with my um, husband and was friends with his brother. So, you know, you have uh, Tim Baldwin on on um, the material from Certified Flooring coming in. And again, my husband went to high school with him. We're friends and his wife owns a bakery. And, you know, pairing with people um, that you grew up with and them saying, hey, I've been shipped out to Pittsburgh every day to work. Yeah. This has been awesome to work in my backyard mm -hmm. in my hometown. Um, I have seen on this project, number one, people have seen me cry on this project. I don't cry. <laughs> Something about over 35. Uh, I started crying at some point. I don't, <laughs> I guess your emotions run high. Um, but I've cried on this, cried on this project in good, good way. You know, when uh, white elephant opened, um, you, I saw grown men with tears in their eyes. Yeah. I mean, it was, I'm choking up now. Dude, it's a hell of an accomplishment. Huge I mean, accomplishment. I think that you start to appreciate mm -hmm. things that you do in life mm -hmm. way more when you get to our age. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid or like say 17 or early 20s or something, if I did something cool or notable, yeah, it was just like, ah, cool. Yeah. I can replicate that. Yeah. And it's just, you just, you blow it, you blow it off. It's not a big deal. And like now, you know, just, uh, Little things, mm -hmm. you just like, yo, I that was an accomplishment. And yeah. it, you know how much work it took, and you you feel it. You feel it. And it's your hometown. So to see, yeah. um, you know, the residentials have been awesome to see, um, you know, the, the transformation and provide a home to somebody um, and, and watch them what they do with it after you've flipped it. Um, but something about the downtown, you know, I remember going to the, the library, the Hemphill Greensburg Library, and I know there's always so much controversial around the library. Right. Um, I like the library. Um, and I'm glad they've extended hours and brought in computers and, mm -hmm. um, they're doing a lot to, to catch up to 2020. Right? right. And, um, but I remember coming downtown because we didn't have resources at home or obviously we, back then we didn't have Wi-Fi, We didn't have cell phones. <laughs> right. So going to the library and, you know, you know, I used to try to read encyclopedias from start to finish and that didn't get me very far, but try to. So, um, you know, seeing the downtown, 
But seeing the downtown recently in the lens of the older generation, you know, and when I say older, I do not mean older, right? Eight, right. You know, someone, you know, 90 years from the lens of individuals that just grew up in a different time, you know, I'm an X generation. So seeing someone in their mid forties saying, Oh, I, when I grew up, I remember going in the Troutman's building and the cafeteria and we ate there and it was, yeah. a, it was a big deal. We used to get dressed up and, you know, we would walk the streets and this is what it looked like. And so I think, um, this project, we've had people honking, not recently, but during, you know, the, when we we're very construction, like honking, yelling, thank you. You know, I someone honked, I, I've turned around very to like, give them the bird yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm in your way. Okay. Oh, thank you. What? I, that's, that's different. Yeah. You know, to, to, it took me by off guard because I'm so used to when someone's honking at me, they're usually yelling yeah, absolutely. at you. You're my lane. You're this, you know, so it's cool. I see. think it's just, you know, there are those like, and that's kind of what I mean too. When I say like the older, the older crowd or whatever, you know, I'm only talking a few years older mm -hmm. than us. Mm -hmm. And, but there's so much that changes between that little gap of time. And it's just, you know, those people got to experience something like that. Yeah. And in my travels, I have been able to experience that and, you know, to be able to bring it back home. Yep. Do it in your own backyard. I think that's something that everybody wants. Yes. At this point. Oh yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's very cool to be out. I think the first time that I really felt like shit was really taken off around here yeah. was kind of that week where the music fest was going down. Mm -hmm. The brewery was like opening or about to open mm -hmm. the white elephant yep. was just about to open on the same night. And like that seeing all those people walking around Crazy. and having an amazing time yeah, just was like, this is what this place can be. This yeah. is what it's all about. Yeah. And it was just, uh, it was phenomenal. And Jessica doing the night markets too. I think every yeah. Wednesday or Thursdays she does them in the summer, like some warmer yeah. weather. Um, Those are awesome. Jess, brought like a Jess thousand is, people. Yeah, I mean, she's great. She's amazing. I went down to her focus group. Oh uh, yeah, uh, two, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and, I was supposed to go know, today at ten and nine. Yeah, I couldn't go, so she's probably mad at me. Uh oh, but yeah, I mean, like there were some. Uh, some ridiculous things that people request about in Greensburg and stuff yeah. uh, about the parking and the hills and all this stuff. Yeah, you can't and, take the hills out, right? Yeah, the hills, I mean, the hills are not going. Is, <laughs> yeah, this, right? is, this is not happening. But you can't um, flatten the town here. It's just you know what she's doing, mm -hmm. and you know what the cultural trust is doing, and what yeah. you're doing, and all these people that are really just kind of taking the reins finally, yeah. and and making it happen. And like I said, back in 2014, yeah. nobody was really taking this on and now all of a sudden it's like i feel like you know one person's doing it then somebody's like you know what yeah we're jumping on board too and then yeah. now everybody is really excited to, well, to get this going and um don't let me forget about the apartments before and um yeah but before that um i think for me because everybody's saying how, how are you doing this well number one city council has been awesome this, mm -hmm. pa this past year um I think I started working with city council when we bought the building probably around May, April, no, probably April, March, somewhere in there. Uh, Greg Mertz and Donnie Zappone were they're the first ones I called. And then, um, you know, I didn't know the rest of city council. I did not. And mm -hmm. I had properties already in, and I was just telling Rob about this. Rob Bell and I were talking and I said, um, you know, I, I already flipped a couple. I already have rentals in this town. And 
um, I said, you know, I just, I don't think, I think they're, I don't know what it was, but you, you didn't have access to them for some reason. Mm -hmm. And so your perception was, um, because for whatever reason, um, you know, you, you, it's coming from Rob Bell, Rob Bell doesn't, and it's like, you know, I get to know Rob and I'm like, Rob, that didn't even come from Rob, you know? Yeah. So, or come from these other individuals, um, you know, and, and Donnie and Greg have been awesome. Um, because I mean, I'm friends with them prior to them even being on council. So, I mean, I've known them for a while and already knew them, but you know, being able to, and I don't try to waste the mayor's time when I talk to him because I know he's busy, he works full time, another job, believe it or not. And so when I do reach out to him, you know, I try to make it as productive as, as possible of bullet points of number one, thank you, um, for help, helping to do things and Kelsey and, Millern and um so thank you number one and number two you know here's some other things that i'm seeing or hearing and hey it would be really cool if you could do this this or this and if we can't okay but um can we think of something else mm -hmm. and you know you're not getting a shot down no um you know i know when i brought up the at the planning meeting the permit or not the permit i'm sorry the uh city bond and it wasn't a UCC bond. And, you know, why do we have to put this down? I'm insuring myself. Yeah. And you're already having me pay a permit. I'm already right. paying. Trust me, that, that permit, the one permit alone, one permit was $7,300. Mm -hmm. And then you had a couple other permits. So I'm probably 12 grand in permits. Yeah. Um, if, if I'm willing to pay. What's the bond? Isn't it, is it, it a was, percentage it's of? It's a percentage of the. The permit. The construction. Oh, Jesus. So now it's like a, almost like a punishment. And, mm -hmm. and the permit is based on that too. So it's almost like a punishment. Like, you're, oh, you want to spend a million dollars. So your bond's now 18 grand. Jesus. You get it back at the end. Right. You know but. How they, however, um, that's 18 grand that could have started the demo work. Exactly. Right. So, and I will say um, they're very accommodating on a lot of things. And they're, they, I think the awesome part about seeing this and Jeff Rakes is, is new in his position and, I think he's going to get better and better and better. And I mean, he was already great coming in, but um, taking away things that maybe were put in in 1970. Yeah. Right. So did it make sense in 1970? Absolutely. Probably. I don't know. Right. Well, I wasn't here in 1970, but in 2019, 2020, does it make sense? No. no. And guess what? It obviously didn't work or you wouldn't have 70 dilapidated buildings. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm also super happy that um, they've brought in another code um, option for developers. Mm -hmm. Super excited about that. Um, you know, you had CodeSyst, not saying anything wrong with CodeSyst, but you know what? I have competition. I have other financial advisors. Trust me, I joke with them. They're across the street from my firm. Yeah. Where does anybody think that they should be a monopoly? The banks can't. Do, do you right. see one bank here? No, you see like 20 on Main Street, yep. right? You have competition. And so when people say to me, well, what's the difference between CodeSys, CEA? Why do you need two to pick from? Well, when you go shopping for a mortgage, do you go to one bank? No. Yeah, you shop the interest rates, right? Yeah. right? What are you giving me? You give, mm -hmm. Nobody gets toasters anymore when you open right. a bank account. Yeah. But what are you giving me? Do you have one grocery store here? No, because if you did... That bank or that um, store, right? If if they knew you, you, they were the only place to go to, number one, is customer service really going to be that great? Not at all. Maybe, yeah, not, probably not. Maybe, I, you know, 
But two, now they know they got you. They mm-hmm. can charge you whatever they want. Yeah, absolutely. Why is that fair to a business owner? So thank you. Great. And hey, you want to work with CodeSyst? And, and great. I, I still am. They're on two of my projects. Um, I think CEA is on or going to be on one of the other projects that I'm doing. And hey, there's nothing wrong with it. My clients can fire me at any time. Yeah, They can go across the street and find somebody else. So, you know, I'm not saying that as a threat of, well, you better bend over backwards for me because I could go somewhere else. No, but it does ensure that the process is, is looked at on a regular basis. Yeah. People aren't getting lazy in, in that process. Yeah. So things like that, that the city is taken on and pushed through, trust me, they're getting pushed back. I know what it's like to go to change something and have the negativity and, oh, Suzanne's this, or, you know, Rob Bell's this, or I get it. I get it because somebody doesn't like what you're doing or deep down inside, they like what you're doing. It just wasn't them doing it. Exactly. So they're pissed that you beat them too. Well, I'm really glad that you actually told us earlier that, you know, about your childhood and how you Mm -hmm. grew up and, you know, just how you've had to learn how to work for everything that, that you have now and that you're working towards. Because I mean, you know, you have conversations at bars and things like that about like, Hey, this area is really like revitalizing and stuff like that. And you know, you got some naysayers sitting at another table saying, well, it's just all the, all these rich people coming into town and making making more money. I know. And it's like, you know, and just, you know, from hearing things about you, like I've, we've been friends on Facebook for quite a long time. So it's just been like, you know, I was always just like, look, you know, I don't think that you're not, you're not on the, on the same page as you know, no, 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 but it's funny. None of those people call me to ask. Um, so to give a, I'll give a little bit of my background because you made a great point people at the bar and it has come back to me when something comes back to you two or three times. Mm -hmm. Okay. When the same thing comes back to you 30, 40 times, it becomes a, where did this come from? Right. So to give a little bit of background, I grew up in Hemphill Township. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up out by Mary's Tastyland. It was my first on the books job, we'll call it, right? right. When, you, yeah. when you cut grass <laughs> and babysit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I started working there at 13, pretty sure 13 years old. And you were only allowed so many hours, but, and I, um, but there was a farm right next to us. Um, I was friends with the daughter, so I would also help pick tomatoes, whatever, go to market, um, Sarver's. Um, mm-hmm. I think they do a market here actually, um, in Greensburg. So, yeah. um, grew up with them, you know, would go on the farm, not saying I was there every day, but I knew what that was like. Um, but we, we had a lot of rough times. We, our house burnt down when I was three in oh, Acme, gosh. in Acme, Pennsylvania. Um, my fam- my dad's family is mostly from Mount Pleasant, Scottsdale area. My mom's is from Greensburg, mm-hmm. um, over by Union Cemetery Road. They own Baker Construction. My uncle was still alive, um, still does odd, odd and end things there. Um, but we did grow up. Um, my dad and mom, uh, business owners, but it was always my dad's business mm-hmm. in people's eyes. Even though my mom ran the books, yeah. did the calls, scheduling, um, she even went on jobs with him. Um, now he, they did name it Dave's carpet. So Dave's carpet <laughs> window cleaning. So I'm, the name, you know, right. but just as from a female perspective, she just wasn't viewed right in that same way. Um, but my mom was very, very smart, very math, 
I remember back in the day, you used to have to read your meter for electric and she could nail that because you had to put the little hands on mm-hmm. the, um, on the card or whatever. on the card. And then you send it in. Then, then they sent you your bill. Yeah. So she would do the math on it and down to the penny be accurate. And I'll never Holy forget cow. that. Yeah. And then typewriter and different things I learned from her and managing the household and, you know, not saying that our house was always the cleanest or the best, um, because I'm sure with three kids in your twenties, um, they're in their twenties, right? Mm-hmm. So they're still trying to have fun too right. in their twenties. And so business. correct. Um, and did they fail at some of that stuff? Yeah, I'm sure. And then they figured it out. And I always like to tell my youngest brother, you got the different end. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was the first child. Well, I was the first child until I realized, and I'll tell you that in a second, but, um, so there was three of us growing up. Um, and later in life, last couple of years, I found I had a third brother, um, and I was taken back a little bit by it. Cause I was always the first, you know, I was always the oldest right, and I'm yeah. the leader. And, and then I found I have an older brother and I'm like, uh, okay, well, how's this going to work? Because I'm used to being this too. Uh, but he's, it's been phenomenal yeah. and his family, I mean, we've integrated and my nieces and, and nephew and uh, new sister-in-law and, and, uh, it's been phenomenal. But growing up, um, we went through a lot of hard times and, um, we, um, lived in a trailer that, um, it was older. Mm-hmm. So there were times that, you know, over time things wear out, right? The floor would wear out. Sure. So then we have yeah. to find plywood and we have to fix it. Um, maybe there were times that my, my dad's business was great. Um, and then the hard times, you know, he was starting out young. He didn't have anybody to talk to, mm-hmm. um, to say, how do I do this? What do I do? There's no internet to look up. Right. Yeah. What do I do? How do I get business? I mean, think about trying to get business in the eighties toward a mouth. Yeah. And I will tell you, he's had customers that come up to me. Your dad's been cleaning my carpets and windows for 30, 40 years. So, and I'm proud of that. Absolutely. Proud of that to hear, um, you know, cause when you grew up with your dad too, it's always still your dad. Yes. So I'm like, really? You like my dad? No, I like my dad. <laughs> but, you know, it is your parents. You flip out on them. But, um, you know, one other thing I do, um, I don't talk about a lot. I try to talk about more to raise awareness. You know, we did have to deal with um, sexual child abuse in the home, not by my parents. Right. Um, they had no idea it was going, what was happening. But I think, you know, the more, the older I get and hindsight looking back and, your child, you don't know what's really happening or going on. Um, and you know, I took a lot of psychology classes. I was so interested to figure it out and it was textbook. It was, um, these predators who prey on, you know, my dad worked a lot. My mom was overwhelmed as a parent, as a, as a woman, as a, as a mom. Um, you know, my dad was working 12 hour shifts sometimes and you're home with three kids. You don't have, maybe we didn't have gas money to go somewhere or do different things. And here comes this person who's bringing, um, shiny new toys or, or it seems like sure. they're, he, they're your friend. And so, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, but I share those things. One, um, my mother-in-law helped uh, pass a bill, um, that was brought to the attention of being able to get more funding for a local program, uh, CASA of Westmoreland. And, um, you know, I had to share that story. I didn't share my more detailed stories. Um, mm-hmm. but when different legislators are saying, okay, well, I don't understand filming. I've never even heard about this one. Filling them in on, you know, yes, this, this can happen in a home, right? but maybe I'm not a great example. I don't know, but here is somebody who was able to overcome this 
But imagine if I had the re- some of these other resources available in the moment. Yeah. Would I have had to take this long journey and all of these mistakes along the way to get to where, where I am today? Um, and I'm still not where I want to be. So, um, well, that's just because you're a hustler. Hustler. Right? Uh, I keep hustling. But I think, um, you know, people don't know that about me. I, even though yeah. I have I have spoken at different seminars, um, I have been asked to speak about child abuse and things that happen, um, especially more sexual child abuse because people really don't want to talk about being sexually abused as a right. child. So I have done a lot of seminars and speaking engagements and, you know, even just talking to those that I know are going through that so they don't feel alone. Because I think the biggest thing is, at least when I grew up, was... that's family secret, right? You don't talk about that. Yeah. You know, you don't air your dirty laundry. I'm one. I do speak what's on my mind, which gets me in trouble. Yeah. Um, and part of that reason is I have a hard time, uh, keeping things as a secret because that was the biggest thing during that. You got to keep this between you and the, the, the predator. Yeah. So I think when people are saying, well, you said this is person, this person, yeah, why not? It's on my mind. It's what happened. And I don't care. I, yeah. don't, I don't like that. I'm not saying that when someone shares something personal, that that doesn't stay between us or, you know, maybe a friend's going well, through sure. a hard time, but I mean, um, this is your, this is your story. Correct. And I mean, I'm honored that you felt comfortable enough to, to talk to me about it. Um, I just, I think that, you know, I think people have their preconceived notions about, uh, you know, people coming in here and doing great work around town mm-hmm. and they think that, you know, anyone that is able to purchase a building or do some renovations mm-hmm. or something like that was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. And right. I don't think that that's the case in, in, on, no. you know, in most occasions. No. And I can speak on, you know, my business partners, um, you know, they hustler background, same, same thing. They came from working homes and, yeah. um, you know, my, uh, I think too, being a female, the thing that gets me the most is where husband's doing it. I love my husband. Yeah. He is phenomenal. He has been a big supporter, big pusher of me. Um, you know, do we fight every now and then? Yeah. It's called marriage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, are there things that still drive me nuts <laughs> about him? Yes. Um, but big pusher, but I will tell you, um, I think last night we, we had a business meeting in the, in the building. I think it was the first time he's been in it in the last two months. You know? Oh really? Yeah. So yeah. it's funny. There was like, well, it was her husband, her husband's like, okay, well, great. Call him then for right. when, if, when you want that check, call him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just, it, it baffles me. Um, my la- my maiden name, if anybody wants to look it up, do some research on me, went to Hemfield high school. Yeah. Uh, it's my own on water. Um, but my last name was Curlin. That's K E R L A N. Cause uh-huh. someone thought it was spelled. I always get that it's spelled with the C and it's not. Um, but that is my maiden name. So yeah. if you would like to do some research, some background, yeah. um, I do have some embarrassing photos, yearbook <laughs> photos that I wish somebody, I wish somebody would said, girlfriend, you got to not wear that. Do not put your hair back. Uh, shit. One year, I think I was into the earrings that were crosses. Who knows? You know, you go through these different stages yeah. growing up and you're like, oh my God, somebody should have done something. I was awkward at I different times. I Jenko jeans. Yes. Yes. I remember. <laughs> yes. That was like sixth grade. Those things. I don't even know how the hell I walked without tripping. Yeah. It, well, what was absurd. It? Offspring. I always oh, think yeah. offspring when I think that. Absolutely. Yeah. It was my hippie. It was like my, uh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Spring Hippie smash. Days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, and, uh, sublime. Yeah. Sublime was really big back Not then. Not one of my favorites, but, Oh, uh, I love that. I yeah. had, Oh, I, that CD's probably, I still have it. I think. Oh, I'm sure. Everybody, yeah. I think everybody's got a copy. Yeah. I don't even like them and I think I have a copy. Yeah. But great. No. So I'm glad we, um, you know, I, is it hard to touch on past? Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes their past uh, or right, all yeah. the past, right? Because you make mistakes and you learn from those mistakes. And I've made a lot stepping of mistakes. Stones. Stepping stones. Um, but, you know, it is interesting what people's perception is. And, you know, it's funny. Another comment that got back to me a hundred times already was, um, what is she buying up the whole town? And first of all, I'm not buying it up. It's not just me. I have business partners. I have three. Well, who gives a fuck? There's 70 fucking buildings out there. Seriously. 70. Like hey. that are that that are for sale. Like, Buy them. Who cares? Do what who you the want. fuck is buying yeah. the buildings? A, it's benefiting this community. It's benefiting you yeah. as a person, yeah. as a resident of this fucking town. Yeah. Like Buy it. Buy seriously. It. I don't care. Buy it. There's buy it. I hope you buy every goddamn building. You know, it does make you want to <laughs> like, buy every building. And that's where my two business, two of my business partners, including my husband last night said, um, aren't you glad we didn't buy that fourth building? And I, for now, I mean, we just, we have a lot of projects going on. We want to make sure we don't lose focus in sight of what we already put in front of us. And right. sometimes you do that when you are a hustler, you, you're like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And then you take a step back and go, okay, let's slow down for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, I made an offer on another building, uh, after they told me not to, um, but that person sent me back a, a frowny face on my offer. Thank God. Cause we didn't have that money anyway, but, yeah. um, but now he knows, Hey, you know, if you're listening, um, I'll find that money that I, I texted you, but, there you go. um, there are a ton of buildings. Yeah. It'd be cool to own the whole town, but I don't want to own the whole town. Right. I want other people. I want other people to buy buildings, mm-hmm. but not just buy the building. And, and sit on it and, yes. and do a pump and dump scheme like the stock market. You know, That's, I don't remember yeah. if you know the eighties is pump and dump. So pump it, pump up a real estate and then dump it real quick yep. before anybody realizes. And that's what's happening. A lot of these buildings, that's where I'm working with the city and I've given them some ideas. And I, I know the solicitor Zach's doing an awesome job trying to figure out how to do certain things. But one of the things that I found was happening is a lot of these out of towners are buying it on the internet sight unseen, which I've, I've bought things sight unseen, but like, yeah five minutes down the street. Um, but sight unseen and then they're holding it. Yep. That's it. Um, and trust me, the one building that I wanted, it, it can be knocked down. Well, I think you can say part of it can be knocked down and, um, you know, they want three, 400 grand. And it's like, dude, this isn't California. This isn't, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody's right. going to pay that around here. Um, because then it's going to cost me almost 2 million just to fix it up mm-hmm. or, or one and a half million. Um, so, or you get people who have no background, no background, not pairing with a construction company um, and trying to say, oh, I can fix this building up for less than a million dollars. Good luck. Right. You know, good luck on that building because, you know, if I hope you know 2000, you know, I think 15 UCC code because you have to have two points of egress. If you're going to put commercial, you better put, you're going to have an elevator. Can't get around it. Um, you're going to have a certain type of apartments, elevator, um, you know, elevator alone, 150 to 200, you yeah. know, stairwells, at least 150, a stairwell, you know, so right there, you're 500 grand in. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you know, look at our building, we project now, we did not know, and we did not have the plans to put trendy bunny 
in in the basement. Mm-hmm. We were going to do parking. We had budgeted. We didn't budget for that. So that was an additional um, three three fifty. We were not counting on. Yeah, you know, in that budget. So we're going to be about one point two. Yeah. You know, when we're done, all said and done. Well, that's without. Oh, but that, no, that's ours. That's oh. not even including White Elephant, Trendy Bunny, and Downtown Greensburg what, Project. What, what they paid. Put in. So you're talking another two fifty three hundred. You're talking one point five. Yeah. You know. So we, we we are getting it done around a hundred dollars a square foot, which is um, that's where Tony comes in because he's yeah. like one hundred fifty, <laughs> and I was like, how good? I'm going to get it down. Um, but you do estimate around one one fifty a square foot mm-hmm. typically, um, and go from there. Now, that's depending what, yeah. on if it already has some of those items, you know, our building already had two stairwells. It already had we weren't putting commercial on the top, um, so it already had a lot of those things in place. Yeah. If it didn't, oh my God, that would have been nightmare. Oh, for sure. Nightmare. Talk to me about those apartments up there. Oh yes. Those 10 apartments. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait we'll to make, get it. We'll make this the last thing. Yes. Okay. So I know everybody's probably like sick of hearing my voice. Um, the apartments, we have 10 apartments. We do have one or two accounted for. Um, the person's just waiting to pull the trigger on which one um, mm-hmm. because they want to see, you know, we, we did, we do have a website, citycribsllc.com. You can go on, uh, check out um, our each apartment's layout as an architect drawing. Gives you the square footage, mm-hmm. where's what, appliances, what comes with it. Um, but the actual pictures, we're going to have two shows. I'm going to do a video probably around Wednesday, Thursday-ish live um, because we'll have flooring in one of the apartments. The countertops are in. We had a slight delay, slight miscommunication happening. So that's back on track. Um, and the appliances came for one of the apartments. So at least now we can get some actual pictures and an actual occupancy date of, Hey, this second floor, um, we have two apartments that'll be ready. Well, this is as as of last night's timeline. Mm -hmm. So as long as no one screws with my timeline, (laughs) timeline, (laughs) um, February 3rd, we should have occupancy for the second two of the apartments on the second floor. And by February 7th or 10th, um, we should have full occupancy for the whole second floor. Wow. So ready to rent guys. That's ready awesome. to rent. Cause that was a hard part too. People are interested, but we couldn't give them a move in date. Yeah. Um, and then the third floor, um, majority, we, we might have like an apartment a week yeah. ready, um, from now till then. Um, but by March, those, the whole floor will be occupancy, full occupancy. That's awesome. So yeah. there's, the two, uh, two, 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 two bedrooms, two, two bedrooms, which are, I mean, they're huge. They are big. Jess took me on a tour. Oh, good. Jess Hickey. She good, took good. me and my wife. The Jess. car house mama. Yeah. She yeah. took us up on a tour and we were just floored. I mean, it's awesome. I know you could stand out on the sidewalk and look out the window and yeah. see, but when you're up at that level and you can see the courthouse and you can see like Pennsylvania Avenue and just like how beautiful, yeah. I mean, now when we were in there, you guys just had like, you know, drywall and sheetrock and all that stuff just kind of going. Oh no, you got to go there. I haven't been there since I think one of the bathrooms was done. Oh, you should come when I do the video. Yeah, for week. sure. I oh, can, it's going to be a huge I, difference. I'd love to stop down even from Yeah, even from the last video that I did. I mean, every time I go there, I'm amazed at yeah. the looks and, you know, when you're picking out paint colors and flooring, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to look okay. Yeah. You know, um, because I'm not the best at design work. We laugh about that at RSVP <laughs> on Route 30. Uh, if you're 
uh, want to stop in and see us. That's why we partner with experts. Um, But they know I lack in uh, decorating style, right? So um, I love seeing things and thank God for Pinterest, you know, but I wish I could just order what Pinterest had, like the exact thing. But now you have RSVP to help you with that. Yep. So Route 30 uh, next to Peaches and Cream. Anyway, um, but those apartments are sick. I mean, they are high-end apartments. So we have the two two bedrooms. They're both listed right now for 1400 mm-hmm. Includes um, everything minus electric. So you do have electric. Um, it does have washer dryers in the apartments. Oh, wow. Yeah, who the hell has that in an like, apartment in Greensburg? Nowhere. No, <laughs> you have a coin laundry right, system. Yeah. Great, great for you. So you have to wait for your neighbor. And by the way, when I used to do laundry in my apartment, you know, you're down to like nothing to wear yeah. kind of thing. So then yeah. you have to like go out in the hallway, everybody's seeing you and your PJs <laughs> and trying to do it. So it's in your apartment. That's fantastic. Uh, washer, dryer, dishwasher, um, refrigerator. I mean, living room space. I mean, it is phenomenal. I did steal quite a few ideas when Tony Bacero and I went to see one of the possible hotels mm-hmm. um, down in Pittsburgh that is still interested. Um, but when they did the hotel occupants, pulled the hotel occupancy report, um, the, ho- the hotels in the area are not even renting right now at 50, 60%. Yeah. Which means if you go to Hampton Inn, you're going to get a room. They're sure. not, they're not filled yet, you know? So that's not a lot for an investor to want to come in. Yes. I get the casinos coming. It's not here yet. Yes. I know the casino has a date. Guess what? I'm in construction. Let me tell you about dates. <laughs> They get pushed. Right, yeah. Um, sometimes I think people just push it just to push it, but the dates. But um, so that can change. So until that casino is in, until you have more buildings mm-hmm. that are are not vacant, the hotel, uh, the, I, I'm in these meetings with these hotels. I mean, it's phenomenal. If a hotel will come and you're listening, great, let's do it. Yeah. Um, and, but that, that's been the problem. Do you know what I would really love to see with that Troutman's building? What's up? Okay, still a hotel. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe on the upper floors. And by the mm-hmm. way, it's already gutted. So for you developers out there that are listening. Um, and I would buy it if I could, but um it's a little out of our price range right now. But um the have you ever been to um where was I? Just Colorado, Denver, Colorado? I've never been out there. Phenomenal. No. Um and also where else is doing this? Um have you ever been to like an Italy eatery in Italy? Have you ever seen one of those? They're in big big cities. So an Italy is mostly Italian. Okay. Uh, it's like a marketplace and it's wide open, but it's like six different. So maybe you have a Delalo's, maybe an Olive Familia, and they're little market type things. You oh, can wow. buy product. Um, maybe you have Joeyos in there. Maybe you have um, the Lazies, Rizzo's, and it's not a full restaurant where yeah. you're walking into like a storefront, into into the mall and into the storefronts, wide open. And then they sell um, like a Delalo's, like a meat, they have a meat market, fish market, this market. But then, um, so that's like an Italy, look it up. And then like uh, websites are awesome. And, but then if you go to like a Denver, they had one and it was one floor and it had three bakeries, all open concept. They did have a bar in there to keep the vibe, but it, it was like more high top tables, music, but not loud, obnoxious um, party time, right. right? And then they had um, an oyster bar. They had a smoothie bar where they also had, and I cannot say it right, and everybody's going to make fun of me, a K-Bowls, a Sables. I don't know, but it was freaking delicious. And I posted <laughs> it on my Instagram. And my husband was like, man, that's that's the longest I've never heard you talk because I just couldn't stop eating the damn thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and it had all of these different 
things, a lobster station, a this station, and it was packed. That's so cool. Not packed that you couldn't move. They had enough room to move, but that would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Because you have all these different food trucks in the area, mm. little, little, um, maybe a bakery that's starting out or yeah. um, only needs like a little, almost like a kiosk, bigger than a kiosk in a mall space. But how cool is, and they had a coffee station in this station. It's all one spot. Um, but then it, it drew you there because the lights, they had those pretty lights. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then you, you, you hang out there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you have your coffee, dessert, your food or whatever. And then you walk the street. Yeah. So if anybody's out there listening, you want to partner, I can give you sweat equity. I can get, I can't give you any cash right now. <laughs> I will help with that Yeah. because that building is built for that. Um, and then you can still put hotel above it. For sure. Or save I mean, the hotel part for later. That's amazing. The it To me, that sounds almost um, similar, but not the same. But uh, like out in Lancaster and York County and things like that, mm-hmm. they have uh, what they call market. It's yeah. like farmer's market, but it's yeah. not that. Like, I mean, you go in and there are different stations yep. and stuff like that. And it's not only just fruits and vegetables. I mean, there's restaurants yeah. that have a little... Um, a little a little space in there and uh i think it's, they call it a stall yeah it's so they have a stall and you know it's just a miniature version maybe the size of this table and yeah. you know fresh deli they'll yep. sit there and make you a sandwich or you can go to this place and get soup or go yep. over here and get falafel and blah 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 it's one of the coolest things it's in phenomenal. the world and they just I have used to go there every day it was open mm-hmm. it was open on like tuesdays thursdays or tuesdays fridays and like Saturdays. Yeah. And I would go every single time. Yeah. And some of them have like stools where you're sitting at their counter. It's only like maybe yeah. five stools or you can go sit in the com- common area. Or, mm-hmm. um, but we can make it whatever we want. Yeah. So that, that's the other thing too. During this process, I have had so many people say to me, well, you need, you need to do this. You need to do that. I go, I don't need to do anything. Right. I can do whatever the hell I want. Cause guess what? It's my checkbook. Yeah. Not your checkbook. And exactly. well, I guess it's not just my checkbook cause it's also my business partner's checkbook. But I can do whatever I want if yeah. I want to bring in. Um, and that's the thing. Again, I didn't just buy a bill. We didn't buy just a building and sit on it. I think I figured out why my partner's paired with me. Cause I'm like, why do you need me? Like, what am I going to contribute other than money? Um, my, my construction experience is mostly residential. Um, and even then I still rely on other people, but mm-hmm. now I realize, you know, the marketing, the businesses, the bringing it in and the excitement and the PR and, it's the getting it done, um, the getting it done and, uh, working as a team and bringing yeah. in the connections and the, and the relationships. And, um, but yeah, I don't need to do anything I can do whatever I want. It's my yeah. building, my money and whatever. Um, but at least you can rest ashore, even if something's going to take me a little bit longer than I thought it would or hoped it to do to, to go, um, I will get it done. Absolutely. You know, my name is to it. Yep. Um, you know, so it's all I, I mean, could do. That's Try. one of the biggest reasons I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. It's just, I know that, you know, everybody's got ideas, mm-hmm. but you're a doer. Yeah, and, do it. And that's, that's the thing. So yeah. I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. Don't hate. Just, so. just come, come join me. Oh yeah. Come join. Buy a bill. I have, to, I can pair you with some realtors, get you some buildings. How I'll even give you ideas. You know, that the Toad's building, I reached, um, out to her, um, Taylor, um, mm-hmm. uh, she has a boudoir photography and we met, and we met yeah, a she's going to be on the show. Good. Love her. Her story, it just, she's phenomenal. And she's going to, she kills it. And she's going to kill it even more. And, um. I don't know if I'm supposed to say my wife was actually just there today. Oh, was she? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. She, um, 
you know, she came to me for, you know, do you have anything? And we tried a couple spaces and for what she needed, just wasn't going to work. And, you know, I was really disappointed, not because from a, my business partner's going to kill me, not be from a landlord perspective of, well, rent's going to come in from this person. It was because I I really like the idea that she has and think it's going to be awesome. And I would love to be a part of it. Um, you know, it pained me, but, um, I don't know if it's going to work out or not, but I paired her with the new owners of, of the Toads building. And, uh, you know, it was one of the buildings she really wanted and we were hoping to buy it, but it didn't work out. And that person, um, did. And I, I hope, you know, whatever she, you know, wants to do there that she's going to be phenomenal. And, yeah. it, and I'm hoping we can pair up, you know, on the RCP side, even, you know, she had some ideas I think would work really well in our store and vice versa and referral mm-hmm. system. And, so very excited for her. Um, so I'm glad she's going to be on your show. Yeah, because it's going to be a fun episode. She, yeah, she kills be it. Cool. Yeah, she'll be good. So right. many people in downtown Greensburg, you can't even name them all, right. that, are, that are movers and shakers. I mean, there's a lot going on. And, and you, you have existing people. You have Rialto, uh, John. I know John, I don't know Mike that well, but um, you know, I've known John. He's been great supporter of a lot of nonprofits I'm on and different things. And I mean, he's had a successful, they've had a successful business there for years through all this. They, they waited through the, you know, not a lot going on. You have Oliver's Poorhouse, you have Mancuso's, you have Hardened Hands, um, Penelope's, you have a lot of businesses that have been there. And yeah. I hope that nobody forgets that um, and patronizes them and thank them for, you know, we're, we have all this new coming in, but. There are, you know, lapels. I mean, you have Sundog. Um, you have a lot of businesses that have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, thank them. Go in their store. Absolutely. I mean, you know? I think the whole idea is with building the new and bringing the new in, mm-hmm. that's going to attract people and they're going to run into the existing. Like yes. They're going to. Yeah. People who might not come to town all the time mm-hmm. might come for the new stuff and then say like, oh, Jesus, I didn't even realize this was here. Yeah. Like how silly. Yeah. I, you know, well, I didn't and, even know. And that's a good point too. For some of the businesses, depending what they sell or do, walk away from your store, walk around, go back to your store and try to look at it from a different lens. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something like if you're saying, Hey, you know, there's all this traffic going on, but I still don't have people coming in. Look at your storefront. Do you need a new sign? Do you need to advertise? Do you need to put some, like, you know, there's some businesses that I didn't even know existed in Greensburg and living here. And not because I didn't know their business name, Mm -hmm. but because they didn't advertise a certain product that they had. So I had no idea, you know, and I'm like, oh, we need this. And someone's like, oh, that's already there. I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit. Thank you for telling me because I don't, I don't want to bring something that's already there unless it can partner in some way. Um, But take a look. Yeah. Don't blame anyone. Blame yourself at this point, because I can tell you um, there's a lot of foot traffic going on. So look at your outside. Do if and and remove yourself as someone that's already been in there. If I hadn't already walked in and I don't already know what's in there, do I if I'm walking past, am I going to actually know what you have? Right. You know, and if it doesn't scream out at you or have somebody else have a non you want to. Invite me to your business. Um, did you ever watch The Profit? Um, no, but I actually saw a commercial oh, for it the other night, and I was I like, this it. looks amazing. Marcos Limonis. Love that guy. I wish he would come here. 
Um, I also watch Shark Tank like religiously. That's um, what I was watching when I saw Shark that Tank? commercial. Yeah, yeah, love it. But Marcos Limonis, um, he walks in to a business. They don't even know he's coming and kind of like bar rescue in a way, but um, walks in and we'll look around. Okay, when I walk in, am I seeing your brand? What you think your brand is? Mm-hmm. Um, as a customer. And then are you open to change? You know, like when we bought RSVP, Carol and Susan, phenomenal job. The place looks is amazing, but I still walked around to put my own personal touch on it and just, and, and Liz and Meryl, and we just moved things. Yeah. And even today when I went in there and I've touched every, I thought I touched every product, they moved something. And even me, I said, what, when did, did we get this shipped in? When did this come? And they're like, oh, it was actually over there. Yeah. But I never noticed it. And when I'm pointing, so nobody on the radio can hear, but (laughs) you know, it was over here and it was hidden and we moved it. And so are you walking through your store and moving things or what can happen to some business owners? They turn into a, um, routine. They walk in, they clock in, they do this, the staff, this, and you know, you glaze over and you know, that's why I encourage, especially, um, people travel. I do work while I travel. So if anybody out there is like, man, that girl goes everywhere. Yeah. But my, my phone's glued to me. I'm still, I, I work for two, three hours nonstop in the morning, stock trades, this trades, that whatever, uh, my phone, I answer it. If I don't, it's like 20 minutes later, hour later, I'm calling you back. Um, especially if you're in a different time zone, but travel, go out. You know, um, when I walked into, we were in Breckenridge, I walked into a store. I literally thought I was walking into RCP and because they carried a lot of the same lines, but then there were things that we were looking for that they're carrying. So of course I took pictures Yeah, and I think the woman caught me and was like, what are you doing? Creeper. (laughs) But I was taking pictures so we can order some of that stuff. But, um, get ideas. Coming after you. Yeah. Get ideas. You know, um, we went to a restaurant. It was called, I forget what it was called. It's like a burger joint, um, milkshakes with alcohol in it and this and that. And I'm like, Oh, this is phenomenal. I'm, you know, taking pictures of everything. Will I ever open that? I don't know. But you know, maybe 10 years from now, I'm like, Oh, I have all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> I just stole them from somebody, <laughs> but, um, Hey, stealing, stealing someone's ideas. Um, you know, it's, that place is not competing with us. It's in Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, hey, maybe I can contact them to come out here. Right. I Who doubt knows? it. I doubt it. But you never know. Yep. So, um, but I will, one more thing too to, to touch on. What I want to note is we have tried to hire um, all local in Westmoreland County. I have found that there have been, over the, throughout the years, a lot of development or different this and that. Um, but they've hired out someone from Allegheny County. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of insulting. It's almost like, um, and not that there are not times that you don't have to or do this, but then even some seminar and why I say it's insulting. There's also been some seminars I've gone to where people have said, well, we're trying to attract people from Pittsburgh to come in. Hello. Do you not see the developers right in front of you yeah. that are capable of doing this? You're just not trying to work with them and help them. So big time. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, and I know the girls from the trendy bunny touched on that, that, you know, they've been working with all local Mm -hmm. and buying things, you know, local and things. So it's, I think that's, uh, and again, not, not because it's, it's cool or it's the the awesome thing to do, but you're helping out your community. Correct. And and not that you still do not bring in 
things mm-hmm. that are not local. You do because yeah. you have to, um, because it is, you know, maybe it's something different that no one's offering here. It's not that job wise. Um, you know, when you're hiring different subcontractors and different developers to come in, um, I don't know where I feel like, and I feel like it's going away, but I think for a while it was, well, we have to have someone from Pittsburgh come help us. It's like, what, what, no, we have resources right here. We have very well-educated people right here right, yeah. um, that can do it. And I don't know where that mentality comes from. It's almost like the mentality of you have to go to college and you have to do this. And it's like, you know, trade. There's trade schools. There's, yeah. you know, we're lacking in so many areas. And I don't mean just trade schools, meaning plumbers, this and that. Trade schools, even on the financial side. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool to see more females on the investment side. Um, Absolutely. Than what you do now. But anyways, I know we're over. So we're over. We can this keep is uh, this is the longest episode I've done so far. <laughs> Pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, I think we'll cut it. And then what I'd like to do is probably have you back once some of these businesses are up and going. Okay. And you know, let's just talk yeah. about like the successes and things and what fresh ideas that uh, yeah. you have. Okay, so. sounds good to me. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. There she goes. Suzanne Ward. Man, she is a smart businesswoman. Like 85% of what she said like flew over my head. I'm lying. It's more like 95. But um, it really is people like her who are going to take this place and really turn it into something that all of us can enjoy. It really is important that people like her exist. And if you're one of those people that are threatened by the idea that people are coming in here and developing this area, then uh, your head's just not in the right spot. You're really not looking at the big picture that is going to benefit this community. Besides the development going on here in Greensburg, I think one of the most important things about Suzanne, something that I admire the most about her, is that she's an open book. She sat here and told us about her past, the hardships in growing up, and how she became the businesswoman that she is today. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to see what she is doing in this town and how this entire community is going to benefit from her crazy work ethic. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. We'll see you next time.